I saw something that I thought this is so, such a cool spin on the bucket list thing. You know, we always talk about bucket lists, and mine, my top one is to go to Italy. Oh, that, when are you going? I'm, I don't know. I mean, we're trying. Know. We're saving to it try to go. It almost sounded like she was going to say this summer. No. Oh, no, 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 no. But that is the bucket list. But there's something that's going around, a new trend. It's an anti-bucket list. And it's those things, even with the opportunity, I would never do. So it would be something like climbing Mount Everest, taking a cruise around the world. Because we have neighbors. They take 54-day cruises. I could not imagine. First of all, the cost, <laughs> but just being on water that long. So yeah, cramped up in one little right, sardine can like right. that. Yeah, I, I think they get a bigger room than I could afford. But those kind of neighbors. Ryan, yeah. when you're talking about fancy, mm-hmm. you have to do that. Um, cave diving? Oh, no, no. So why? Why even have an anti list? Just focus on what you can do, and not what you can't do. I think it's just more of a conversation starter kind of a thing. So mine. Honestly, would be any kind of exterminator or snake wrangler. I would never. That is an anti-bucket list. That what happened? What happened? So I come home one day. Yeah. And so I've had multiple snake encounters. One was in my garage. She sounds like Indiana Jones. A little bit, right? So I'm in my garage and I see this thing wiggling, you know, over to the side, and I grab a hoe and I just chop, 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 and it looked like an accordion. By the time you did that. Yeah, oh, I did. Man. Oh man, what? That never mind. Okay, then I'm in. He could get relocated, you know. Not by me, he can't. <laughs> oh no! You're listening to Robin Liz in the morning on his radio. It's Robin Liz in the morning. His radio. So Liz just brought up not too long ago anti bucket list. Right, the things you never ever want to or would do. Evidently people are keeping lists of things they don't <laughs> want to do. Oh, okay. Then. <laughs> so Ray's here at 800-447-7234. What's it for you, Ray? Absolutely positively I will never ever bungee jump ever. I want my feet on the ground. I want to be in complete control. Just can't do it. What happened though? Why why? Nothing. Nothing happened to me. I just I wouldn't do it. It would be one of those worst case scenarios the rubber band would snap and I would fall to my death. I'm just keeping both feet planted on the ground. It's something about... uh, Hold on, hold on. It's something about heights. Can you climb a ladder? Uh, I can. I get a little squirrely on it, but I also don't like to fly. I'm one of those guys that has to take that prescription medication to get on a plane. What happened? I like to keep my feet on the ground. Uh, Nothing happened. It's just, you know, one of those things of a lack of control, I guess. We all have our fears. Everybody's afraid of something, and that's my thing, just wanting to keep my feet on the ground. True, some people have, you know, a fear of something. I really feel there's something that happened. Like that, like childhood, you know? Maybe, maybe, but some you know, some of us were just born with this, that fear. This sounds weird, okay? I okay. don't have a I don't have a fear of salami. But I'll never ever eat it. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Because I had salami when I was a kid. My mom went and just bought salami, and, and the sandwich came back to the car. And I, and I ate it, and I got really sick. Oh. I got sick all over the car. Oh, I'm sure she was happy. Mom was not happy. I remember how unhappy she was. Neither was my stepdad. He was abusive, but that's uh. another story. So I won't eat salami at all. So the, the I, sa- I won't touch it. I, get, I feel ill when I think about it. 
So the sandwich I brought to share with you, I can just put back in the fridge. Yeah, yeah, I don't want the salami. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. It's an anti-bucket list of things you'll never, ever do. It's Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio. Evidently, it's a thing. Yeah, I'll never be a snake wrangler. I want to focus on the positive stuff. I want to focus on what I will do instead of what I won't do. I'm positive. I'll never be she, a snake wrangler. She kind of is. Asher's here at 800-447-7234. What about you, Asher? My whole life, I've been afraid to eat bananas. Why a banana? What happened? Nothing really happened. The banana peels, when they all get mushy and stuff, it kind of just makes me feel a weird way. <laughs> it's just gross and slimy. Yeah. So do you have other texture issues like that in food? If I eat anything kind of gushy or textury, it always reminds me of the banana peel. I have one of my kids are very picky about what they eat. I I'm not think. saying you are, Asher. You And it's a texture thing, just like Asher. Right. It's a texture thing, and you can't. You can't get past some textures, so I get it. Yeah. Absolutely. Zoe, a different way. Um, she said, she texted, if I had an anti-bucket list, two things would be on it. Wing walking. Wing walking? Like on an airplane. Okay. So, oh, in flight? Yes. That sounds awesome. I'm writing that on my bucket list. Okay. Okay. So, I'm but Zoe says, I won't do that. I'm okay. going to let you do that. She said, the other thing is a large roller coaster. I will not get on any large roller coaster in existence. Girl, I got you. I hear you. I feel you. Something yes. happened. She's afraid of heights. Are you afraid of heights, Zoe? Afraid of heights, I'm She sure. said, I hate heights. But the wing walking thing sounds so awesome to do. What are you, Tom Cruise? No, like, I'm not. Hey, don't compare me to Tom I'm Cruise. I'm just saying in the... Uh, no. And that kind of thing, that no. adrenaline Am I junkie. hearing Jake agree? You do this too, man? Uh, absolutely, yeah. That sounds so awesome. Is there like, is there, so they have skydiving that you can go and do. Uh-huh. Is there like a wing walking place that you can do when you're in mid-flight? I mean, that's just, that just sounds amazing to me. I not know. I'd, okay. You really want to do this? I would do this it. This needs yeah. to happen. Okay, I'm an this... adrenaline junkie. I love this kind of stuff. Well, that's I mean, awesome. I've repelled off buildings. I ain't doing that. The we wing need... walking? Well, that's your height thing. I don't mind heights at all. Well, you don't like roller coasters. I think it's height and movement at the same time. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. This poor guy who owns this pizza shop in Vegas. Nobody's coming in. It's Frankenson's. Mm. And from what I understand, it's pretty decent. Yeah. It's a decent pizzeria, but... It's like nobody comes, not many people know about him. This one dude walks in, he strikes up a conversation with him. He's like, because there's nobody else around. It's like, I might as well talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. And so he's talking to this one customer that comes in. He goes, well, well, what do you do? He goes, well, I'm a food critic. And they have a little short conversation. And then it's almost like a few hours later, he starts getting these calls and these orders and business is just like busting out the seams. Yeah, because they saw this guy uh, talking about, because he's a food critic, talking about, I think, like lemon pepper wings and the pizza. And that's what people were ordering, the specific things this guy was talking about. Yeah, it turns out he's Keith Lee, and he's really big on reviewing restaurants on TikTok. Yeah. He's got quite the following, so much so that the dude who owns the restaurant is like, I, I haven't had this much business, and, and nobody has ordered as much of this lemon pepper, whatever it was, yeah. uh, of the whole full time I've been open. And now I've done it all in one day. And he said, and not just people here where we are, he said, I got people showing up from Iowa, from California, from Utah. Like, they're all showing up from all over the place. And this Keith Lee, 
who did the did the review of his restaurant, which was wonderful because the guy has business now, mm-hmm. which is so cool. Twenty seven million views of that one TikTok review of Frankincense in Vegas. That's a lot of way. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. So here's Mauricio. Mauricio is sitting in his car. His girlfriend calls. For some reason, he gets out of his car to answer the phone. I think that is unusual, but he got out of his car. Answer the phone, and she's like, hey, sweetheart, I need you to go into your house and get, and all of a sudden, there's this loud crashing sound. He turns around, and on top of his car is this humongous boulder that mm-hmm. not just on top of his car, it crushed into the car where he would have been sitting if he did not get out of his car to take his girlfriend's phone call. Yeah, literally on top. You can see the steering wheel. If you watch the video, you can uh, see the steering wheel. And the car is crushed onto, like Rob said, where he's been sitting. The whole windshield is crushed in. Like, it primarily went in the passenger side. But... Well, and the thing busted, too. So it's like you see half of the boulder mm. cracked in two on the ground. And the rest of this humongous boulder is literally crashed through the ceiling of the car into the driver's seat and passenger seat. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like God called mm-hmm. and got what? him out of that car well, using true. his girlfriend. Right. I mean, working through his girlfriend to save his life. So, you know, I would take a step back and be like, okay, so what? what is my life purpose supposed to be that I'm still here? You got my attention. You got my attention. Ooh, I am all ears. But yeah. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. I'm leaning into this. I want to hear this. I don't know if you've ever thought, what makes that happy person in your life tick? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they're always happy. How come they're always happy? Sometimes it's obnoxiously happy. It's like, <laughs> quick being happy. Would you stop being happy? So happy. Liz is always happy. Not always. I try to be. The, listen. Jovial. She's, she, you are. She is. She is always pleasant, always yeah. happy. Cross I haven't me. seen a mean bone in her body. Then you have not looked, sir. (laughs) (laughs) So it makes you think, what do the happiest people have in common? I think think Ninja has a theory on this. Food. (laughs) Food. Is that your love language? (laughs) Get down and have a meal. Right? Food. Almost close, it would be good relationships. Yeah. I can see that. The happiest people, like like Liz, for instance, she has some great relationships. I noticed that she has, like, best friends. I do. That she goes and just does stuff with her best friends. Like, you used to do a New York trip with one of your friends. Yes. So my friend Anne and I, and then it grew to, like, our group at church where we, at the most, took 11 people, 11 women to New York City and had a blast. But yeah, my friend Ann and Becky, um, yeah, we do these old trips together. And if you look around, and they're proving this with research now, if you look around and just watch how a happy person lives, they have really good relationships for the most part. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be like the romantic relationship. It's not like you have to have a husband or a wife or anything like this. It can be a friend. It can even be just small relationships that you build at work and that kind of thing. So I have really whacked out hours, you know? Yeah. Because I'm up early in the morning and I go to bed early. I really, uh, earlier than most people, I'm in bed at seven. Mm-hmm. That sounds weird. You go to bed not at to seven. Me. What are you? <laughs> Two years old? You go to bed at seven? After Dude, my juice cup. What's wrong? Yeah, I get my little sippy. <laughs> so that makes a social life. When you go to bed that early, non-existent. Seriously. And so this is so good. The The worship leader at our church started a small group. Okay. And so our small group is people that are on the worship team and some others uh, and spouses. 
And it starts at four, four, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Which is on perfect. Sunday, which is something that Amy and I can go to. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, since we joined that small group, we've been the happiest we've been in years. Well, I mean, you're Seriously. talking and sharing. and Well, you have friendships. There's good right. relationships that have developed yeah. in a small group at church. Well, and it's typically when you join one of those small groups, it's typically people kind of in the same path in life as you well, are. You have some things in common. Yeah, you got that commonality. And it just, when you share your heart with each other and build those relationships and that trust, how could it not make you happier? So I, I don't know if you're looking to be happier. I mean, to be happy. I, I live a life of faith. I love Jesus. I live for him with all of my heart. And so here, here's something that I could suggest because it worked for my family. I'm just suggesting something that worked for us. And it's if you go to church, and I hope you do, and if you don't, find a good one. But most churches have these small groups mm-hmm. or community groups or whatever they call Grow them. Grow group. A cell group. It's, it's all the same thing, okay? But see if you could join one. And then watch what will happen with relationships that start to develop. It's not going to be like instant. Sometimes they are. But it might take a few months to develop a great relationship when you're there. But, man, I tell you, you'll you'll start noticing the mood changes. Yeah, just give it a chance. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Sometimes I'll get a text and it's like blah, 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 LOL. And I'm like, are you really laughing? Is that sarcastic? Like what? Oh, you're trying to figure out. If LOL is genuine? Right, right. I because, thought it was supposed to be. Well, it's supposed to be, but is it a sort of a <laughs> chuckle? Or she, is it does, a, she doesn't like thumbs up. I, ugh, please don't thumbs She thinks up. she's being patronized when you do a thumbs up to her. Well, I feel like a thumbs up is fairly passive aggressive. <laughs> it shouldn't be because hey, on it. Facebook, it's <laughs> a thumbs up. That's a like. I can't stand it. I like it. Okay. I cannot stand it. Okay, so now, now there's a question mark with LOL? Well. Yeah, a little Laugh bit. out loud, really? Yes, because are you really laughing out loud? Like, I want to know, because I like to try to be funny. And she does. I want to know, did it really, like, are your tears flowing out of your eyeballs and you were grabbing there, your stomach? There's you're an laughing emoji so hard. for that. But I mean, but some people don't use emojis. No. I've learned that because I love emojis. Yeah, I'm not an emoji guy. Well, there's a guy that evidently feels like I do. Why? And he needed a little more out of his LOL. Okay. And so he created a box that looks for audible cues. Hmm? He looks, so you plug the box into your computer. Okay. Okay, I don't think they have one for the phone or anything like that yet. But so you for put the in computer, your computer. And it listens as you're typing. If you type LOL and you're not actually laughing, it won't let you type LOL. It goes back and it takes it back out. <laughs> so the, it's detecting you, not it the is, one who sent it to you. Right, but it lets... So if everybody were to have this box, then we would know the level of laughter. So you would have to, if you're typing LOL, you have to go... <laughs> right. And type LOL and exactly. still not mean it. Exactly. So if you gave a little pity laugh, like... <laughs> that's not an LOL. That is not. That is a little chuckle. Well, listen, you can fake the laugh. And then and then f- and fake out the box. Maybe, maybe it's actually looking for the emotion behind it too. <laughs> oh come on! Maybe like how can a box do that? I don't know. I'm just saying. Please, I I, I kind of hope that happens. What? And no more thumbs ups. What? What? LOL. <laughs> You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. There is uh, something new. If you've got little kids, maybe like toddlers to preschoolers, there's a new theme park coming. It's not going to be in Orlando. It's not going to be in California. Where? It's actually going to be in Texas. 
Okay. It's universal, and they say it's going to be specifically geared towards families that have little kids. When you say little, what do you mean little? The colors. So, like I say, toddlers to preschoolers okay. is more kind of elementary schoolers is okay. what they're going for. Not so much the teenage influence. So, if you've got those kids, you got to go to Texas to this theme park. Now, they haven't broken ground. I don't even know that they have purchased land, but this is the plan for Universal. Uh, and they don't have a name for the place yet. I wonder either. why Texas. Because Orlando's know. like the theme park capital of the planet. Right. They got everything there. SeaWorld. Yeah, or near Hollywood, L.A., that, that kind of area in California. Oh, they right? can keep that. That yeah. stuff is not as good as Orlando. Yeah. I am sorry. Well, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Texas is in uh, collaboration with Universal and saying, okay, we'll you know, do this with taxes. We'll do this. We'll give you some incentives. And so they were the ones that had the best incentives. Good for them. I'm not going to go to Texas to a theme park. Why not? Because Orlando's from a- down the road. It's People on this from side. around the world go to Orlando That's and right. California. It's a great destination. How do you know that Texas isn't going to be? Oh, come on. Why not? Because. <laughs> I, like, I need I don't to know. Think, I do not yeah. think an Italian theme park fa- when I think Texas. No, but maybe in the future you will. No. No. Yes. I think Houston, we have a problem. Are you a Florida snob? No. I are just you know, not? come on. There's all the theme parks are in Florida and they're great. Not all the theme parks are in all Florida. All the theme parks um, ever Dollywood. created. No. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. When it comes to theme parks, I firmly believe the capital of theme parks on the planet is Orlando. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. Okay, maybe the capital, but there are theme parks a lot of other places. Yeah, there's a few. We have several around the Carolinas and Georgia that are awesome. Ohio has a nice one. Cedar Point. Yeah, that's where all the nice roller coasters are. I okay, like that place. But I mean, there's Dollywood. I mean, there's so many different... Dollywood's okay. There's so many different theme parks. They're not just all in Florida. No, no. The best ones are. Not necessarily. Yeah, you got Bush Gardens. There's SeaWorld. I love SeaWorld. I there's will Universal. say that. There's Universal. They got the Mouse but, House down there. But... But there's theme parks all over this country that are amazing. They're okay. There's even theme parks. So you're saying uh, the theme parks in Paris and Tokyo, those are nothing either? Oh, I heard, out of the world. I heard the one that's the mouse house in Paris is not that great. I did hear it was really tiny. Yeah, so great example. Okay, but. You just, she just proved the point. <laughs> that's wonderful. No, okay, no. Kim's here oh. at 800-447-7234. Hey, Kim. Texas used to have... Astro World, and a lot of people went there. Yeah, but look what happened to it. It's not even there anymore. Why? Because people don't think theme parks went Texas. Oh, I love Texas for theme parks, man. Well, okay, like what? Okay, you, the one you mentioned, but what else? I just love to go to Texas. And there are six flags in Texas. That's six not a theme park. Six flags in Texas. Th- it's not a theme park. No, oh, that's not on. a theme park. No, Kim, no, no. Kim, me and you, woman to woman. He is a Florida theme park right. snob. I live here. Never been to Disney World. Where have you been in Orlando? Never been that far south in Florida. Kim, what theme park do you go to? Carolyn's. Don't you say that's not a theme park, No, Paul. it's just like a Six Flags. Oh, my goodness. I can't with him, Kim. I can't. I know. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. You get free fries, they say, at Burger King. Right. I'm like, okay, what's the catch? There is one. What? First, you need an app. Oh, well, yeah. Then you have to develop frequent fryer, like French fries, fryer points. points. Right. And then you collect 
your free fries and I think a small drink or something like that. Well, yeah, I think there's you know a lot of those. You have to earn it. Well, but a lot of those fast food apps because they want you to come back. They want you to buy all your stuff. Well, I have one. And then they'll go. We'll give you some fries. Well, yeah, but (laughs) it's like that's a big thing. Do you know how much fries are? Well, they can be a lot. Oh, they can be a lot. And then you're like, that's the large? And I'm not saying just from, you know, this place, from this restaurant. It, it seems to be across the board. But I, re- I would be better with it if it was like, you earn some fries. Not, we're giving away free fries. Oh, I think free way- fries, I'm thinking, oh, free, I get to show up and get some free fries. No, you've got to earn it, buddy. Well, there's one of those apps that gives free fries every Friday. And all you have to do is have the app. Right. I'm serious. Right. I don't cash it in, but somebody in my family does just about Where's every this? Friday. The one with the golden arches. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so I have a couple so of So they give apps. away the free fries. The other place, you have to earn, earn your, your fries. Yeah. The, and I'm not going to call them free because no. they're not free. You have to earn it. Right. you gotta, you got to spend money yeah. to earn. But they were going to end it, I think, at the end of 2022. So now you can still earn your fries up mm-hmm. until June of this year. So it's year not really whatever. free. It's earned. So call it what it is. I'm good. I'm good with that. I am big with hey. that. I don't like a, a an extra charge later. You know, like the credit card charge. Oh, we're going to start charging you two dollars or whatever. Just go ahead and put it in the price of whatever it is and buy. Now it. let me ask you a question. Hmm. I don't want to get you in trouble. Okay, you go ahead. She said the other place, and she said Golden Arches. That's <laughs> McDonald's. Why don't you just say McDonald's? Well, I don't know because we were talking about BK. So well, yeah. So okay, McDonald's. Yeah. And I have that app. No, and I it's, use that app. No, I it's not McDonald's. It's McDonald's. Look, my maiden name is Mac Carter, so I'm going to say it. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Oh, boy. Here's a butcher shop, and the deer found itself in the wrong place. You know it did. Yeah, busted. I don't know if you saw this on, on your feed, but this deer busted through like a window and then came in and then got spooked and starts running all over the place inside this butcher shop. The owner and her daughter were in the back when all this was happening. Yeah, restocking or taking a break or whatever. And you can tell the deer's trying to like get out. So it's like running into all the windows, knocking over plants. I know. It's it, it is hard to watch because you can see the security cam footage yeah. of it all. Yeah. And and when he tries to go out the one window and kind of, you know, knocks himself in the head a little bit, he doesn't get hurt. It's just sort of like you can almost see the frustration on his face, but I, I'm telling you, as soon as he walked in, he was like, nope, nope, I got to get out of here. It's a butcher shop. You know it. <laughs> You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. James Corden, you know the guy who does the Late Late Show after, um, oh, what is it? I want to say Jimmy Fallon, but that's the wrong television network. He's on CBS. Anyway, he, he's he's made this decision that it's time that I leave the show. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, that's neat. And then I then when I learned why, I'm like, okay, respect. Yeah. Here. He got up one day. It was a Sunday. Six o'clock in the morning. He's getting ready to go and I think shoot a commercial movie, something like that. But his son, who's 10 at the time, this is about a year ago, is like on the steps going, Daddy, you got to go to work? Mm-hmm. He's like... Yeah, I do. And he's like, but it's Sunday, Dad. It's Sunday. And so he's doing the dad thing and trying to explain why he's got to go to work and goes off there. And when he's driving in the car, he's realizing he's 10. I've only got so many summers left with him before he doesn't think I'm a cool dad anymore. Sure. And he's like, I don't want to waste that. And he's made that tough decision where my son is a little bit more important than this career thing right now because... 
that that time's going to go by too quick. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to miss a minute of it. I'm like, okay, respect there. I mean, that's that's a priority set in the right place. Yeah. Uh, you know, James Corden is one of those people that is so multi-talented that everybody, um, because he's so popular, and it seems like a lot of people really like him, that he was being cast in movies and commercials and TV shows. And He's got one of those likable personalities. He it's really almost, does. and I don't know the guy, I've never met the guy, mm-hmm. but it seems like at least on his TV personality that you see what you get Mm -hmm. and it seems like those who interact with him kind of convey that that you know i know this guy he's my friend he's just a he's just a good dude and to hear this i'm like okay you like him even better i do like it's kind of living up to a little bit at least you know the wind the small window that we have into his life that he is kind of that infectious personality good dad a lot of fun respectful kind of thing. Kind well, of and, and hopefully this sets a standard for some other dads. You know, dads like me who've missed a lot in their kid's life. And I'm like, man, I got to think like what this guy's thinking when it comes to his kids. Right. We can work and we can work and we can work and we can work. And I'm telling you, it doesn't uh, matter as much as that time where we sit down and play a board game with our kids. Sometimes it's hard to make that decision. Hey, listen, as soon as they Ooh. get into high school, that four years goes by so quick. Oh. You're like, what happened? Yeah. And like he said, you're not the cool dad anymore, so gotta grab that time while you can. You're listening to Robin Liz in the morning on his radio. Got some crushing news yesterday. Now, his radio is a part of a family, mm-hmm. and our family in Atlanta, the Joy FM, had some tornadoes that completely brought down the radio tower that we broadcast from in Atlanta, the Joy FM. Huge tower. Oh, my word. We're talking 1,600 feet. Thankfully, now here's a lot of questions I had from some folks. They said, listen, was anybody hurt? No, it's the middle of a cow field. Nothing's around it. Yeah, nothing. And so this thing came down, and but the the bone crushing thing of all of this is that there are people that are not hearing hope right now, right. you know, because of that. So here here's I, I hardly ever ask for a favor, but I want to ask if you would do a favor for us today to bring encouragement to our sister station in Atlanta, and that would just simply be to text them. His radio is praying for you. His radio is praying for you. And they'll know that that came from the listening family uh, in the Carolinas and Georgia. So here's their phone number. And it's like it's like you're counting, only there's a couple of digits missing in between. It's 800-456-8910. 800-456-8910. 800-456-8910. Text, his radio is praying for you and let's just give some encouragement yeah and if you miss that you can always text us and we'll send it right back out to you um just to say we're in this together we are praying for you and hopefully um and of course you can still you know pick them up on their app and that kind of thing but we need to get that tower back operational because people need to hear that same hope of jesus that you hear here on his radio every day yeah so people who listen can still do that with the technology but you know it's got to be on the radio has to be on the radio. So thank you again for praying for them. His radio is praying for you. Just text that to their number, 800-456-8910. And let's give some encouragement because we know how we'd feel if it happened right here. Oh, sure. In our own backyard. You know, it's just like, no, we can't. It's going to be a long road, but definitely there's hope in Jesus, right? So we're going to make it through this thing together.